podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We're in partnership with the Hockey Art Co, hockey clothing for hockey people, worn by the best and hated by the rest. Listeners to Zero Pucks Given get a 10% discount on everything site-wide at hockeyartclothing.co.uk. So make sure you head over there and check out what they've got and then enter the code ZP10 upon checkout to get your 10% discount. In other news, I've been teasing this for a couple of episodes now, I'm very, very proud to announce that Zero Pucks Given is now part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We've partnered up with them to make sure that we get this podcast out to as many people as possible that want to know about UK ice hockey and ultimately get our goal of growing the sport in this country. So we'll be sharing that out on the socials within the next couple of days. So make sure you can follow the Sports Social Podcasting Network. There's so much on there for sports fans if you're ever stuck for anything to listen to after, of course, you've listened to ZPG. Well, welcome back for this episode. This is episode number 72, and we are catching up with the Invicta Dynamo's netty, Owen Ryder. Zero Pucks Given in partnership with the Hockey Art Co. Very, very pleased to welcome Invicta Dynamo's Nettie Owen Ryder. How you doing, fella? I'm good, thank you. I'm doing really well, mate. Thank you so much for joining me. You're, uh, I think you're the third Dynamo to come on the podcast this year. So always, um, and you guys are kind of in the news at the moment after what happened at the weekend. Um, yeah. Obviously, being a net, I didn't see, I, th- I thought you and Milts might drop them and go for it at some point, but... Um, it must well, right. I think he, he, he did. He did want it, I think, but uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really a, a fighter. Um, I wasn't really angry either. I reckon I could only have a fight if I was angry. But there's only one down. I was quite in the game, quite calm. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think yeah. I would be angry. But... I mean, obviously, a bit of a, a crazy game. It's uh, Carl. Obviously, didn't want to say too much about it. Neither did Ben. It's it's kind of. I th- I'd imagine it's all going to be under investigation. Um, yeah, I presume so. And. And obviously, I think a lot of people can probably sympathise with the Dynamo's decision to not carry on playing, considering how the game had gone. Um, but then we need to find out now what they're going to do after. You're going to have to play the last two periods or replay the whole game or or will it stand yeah. as it was? We'll, we sort of wait and see. But so it's, it's been a bit of a um, sort of up and down season for the Dynamo so far. You had a couple of sort of blank weeks and then a couple of four-point weekends. How's it gone for you? Uh for me personally, I think it's been my uh, my best year, to be honest. Definitely best start. Um, on the team, I think we had a good start. Dipped, I think, about October. We only had a couple of games, so we couldn't really get like momentum going. And then we picked it up just before Christmas. And then I think the Christmas break sort of put us on halt again. We could have, could have done with no break, really, to keep our momentum going. But I think we're doing all right. Yeah, I mean, this has kind of been your... Not your breakout season, because you did play quite a big part last season, especially like leading up to the playoffs and everything like that. But you find a lot of the teams now, they, they have put their faith in a younger goalkeeper. Have you found that across the league? 
Uh, yeah, definitely, especially with uh, with Cole leaving. I know they brought, uh, brought back uh, an older guy, but he's, he's an experienced guy that's left. And I think people have had to put their faith in like younger guys like me, uh, Brett Massey, he's young. Uh, and I think, I think we're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's, I mean, last year for me, you were there was three that were really close to making my team of the year. Uh, ended up being Chico, but yourself, Luca Tassadri and, and Chico last year in, in the Britain division were just unbelievable. But while we're on this, actually, I've got a question that came for me, uh, came for you rather, from Harry Wright, which I'll go to now as we're talking about it. How would you rank the goalkeepers in the Britain division at the moment? You can put yourself in there if you just want to do a, a top three. <laughs> uh, top three on what we're saying on performance like right now. Yeah, or just what you generally think of, of how good they are as a net. Um, I'd, I'd, my top three would probably be uh, Milton, Lorde, and then I'd like to put myself up there with a top three. Yeah, yeah, quite right. To be fair, that's, that's probably how, how I would probably gone as well. Obviously, as you said, Brett Massey's having a great year as well. Yeah. So, it's um, yeah, it's, it's good to see. And it's actually making, I think, the game so much more entertaining because... They see a lot of players in this league have, have come down from the nationals, so the forward players are better. Yeah. So the goalies are having to be better. And we're not seeing massive scores really either either way. So it's uh, it's all good practice for you, I suppose, playing against the high yeah. level players. Yeah, definitely. So been it in Victor sort of your, your whole career, was you always a goalie? Uh no, I wasn't. Uh so I started as a player and then it was about under under ten, I think. I'll the goalie for the under-10s got too old, so he moved up to under-12s. And then we didn't have a goalie, so then the coach was a bit like, oh, like, what do we do? And he was like, oh, right, to make it fair, we just put a player in, go each week, change it up. And then I went in, really enjoyed it, and was like to my dad, oh, can I carry on being in goal? And he was like, no. <laughs> can we spend another two but grand? It, yeah, care. but then it was, it was my <laughs> mum that was like to my dad, oh, go on, just let him try it. So then I tried it, and then, yes, yeah, so I started being in goal when I was eight. But carrying on being a player still for about four years, I've played uh, in goal for the younger age group and then played up as a player. And then it got to about under 15s. I just like stuck being in goal. Yeah. Do you think, how, obviously, being a player then and having that sort of skater ability, does, does that help you playing in goal? Uh, well, actually, my skating as a player is pretty rubbish, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would say it would. It helps as in like puck handling because I think I've always been quite strong like handling the puck, shooting, passing. And I think that's come from being a player and being able to know how to actually pass and shoot properly. Mm. Um, and and to know it helps the other way as well because I still play as a player for like roller in the summer. So then I know like from being a girl where the hardest place to like save is, so yeah. where to shoot. So it helps both ways to be honest. Yeah, and something that I mean, I've, I've actually never never spoke to any of the goalies that I've had on here about, and people that are new to the game or don't know about it might not know that you have different blades in your skates. So, in the goalie skates, yeah, yeah, in the goalie skates. So what's what's behind it? Obviously, we're sort of like for, for anybody that's new to the sport, why do you have different blades in the skates? Uh, well, goalie skates uh, blades—they're very like square, where player uh, blades are like rounded. So. Most goalies uh, use like their toe to push, like going uh, in the butterfly. So that's I think that's why like, you've got a big square toe to push off your toe, because they're longer 
and the um, the actual the blades like the same size, but the actual tucks shorter, mm. so you're a bit closer to the ice, and yeah, it's just more of just being because obviously the goalie don't really skate that much. You don't have to be a fast skater; it's just be like quick on your edges and that. Yeah, and obviously have that. You don't want to put your foot out and go sliding off to one side. Yeah. You want you want a solid ground. Is that also why you kind of cut the ice horizontally when you get on that? Uh, well, I I mainly do it. It doesn't really do anything with our ice because our ice like doesn't. Our ice is either wet or bone dry. Isn't there's think, not really anything to cut up to be honest. But yeah, everyone's digging out planet ice. Will be different. We won't say too much about it. <laughs> yeah, but for me, it's just uh, so it's not as slidey. So you've got a bit more control with the ice because if it's just fresh ice, then if it's cut nicely, sometimes you get stuck on the ice because it's like dry. If it's really wet, just like cut it up a bit so you've got a bit more control. Oh, yeah, a bit, bit of grip. I mean, yeah. every time you guys drop into the butterfly, I, I mean, I've got no cruciate ligaments in my right knee. That was a horrific injury. I just feel it every time you guys drop down. How do you get that level of flexibility? Uh, just doing it over the years. I think like, my body's sort of got used to it. I mean, I stretch. I should stretch more, but I do stretch before every practice, every, every game to get obviously ready, but... Yeah, it's just just practice and just doing it over and over. Do you have any? I mean, you've got a couple of older guys in your roster. Um, a bit of guy I spoke to previously, but one of my favourite players, Stano, said that you were his favourite guy in the room <laughs> this year. You've taken over from Richie Harris. Whether whether your six back is as impressive as Richie's or not, we don't know. But oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but it um. Do you know any of the older guys that maybe do like a bit of yoga or something just to try and keep that level of flexibility? Uh, not that I know of, to be honest. No. I know Stano does, uh, he rolls out before most games, foam roller, so I know he does that, but I don't know if anyone does yoga or anything. Yeah, there's there's, there's a place, that I'm, I'm down in culture, there's a place just open down here that does all that hot pod yoga. And then, oh, right. I mean, I'm pushing 40 now and I've, I've got quite a few injuries. I'm considering it myself a little bit of flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I keep keep getting threatened that I need to give Rec Hockey a try, so I'm going to certainly need to sort out some flexibility if I'm going to give that a go. But so through your, your time at the, in the juniors, how old were you when you made your first step up to Dynamite? Uh, so I started training with the team when I was uh, 14. It was uh, the goalies at the time. I think it was Damien King. I can't remember who the backup was, but because King obviously lives uh, lives like Milton Kings Peterborough way at the time. He struggled to to come to every sessions, and then each week, my dad, because my dad's uh, involved with the team, he uh, he had to organise like the spare goalie. And then one week, who he got cancelled late doors, and then uh, Kev Parish, coach at the time, was like, "Ah, oh, it's right if I mean like just steps in, like I tell the boys to take it easy, but do you mind?" And then. I went in that one session and then Kev was like, oh, actually, Owen's not, not that bad. And then from there, just carried on going out each week. So, yeah. And that's basically you build your confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, I'm, I'm sort of flipping through a lot of the questions actually the people have asked, so I'll name them as they're doing it. Uh, Zach Ball has asked, who's the hardest player to read when they come well, in? In my, in my team or? Yeah, we'll go on the Dynamos and then go in the rest of the league. Uh. I'd probably say Ruskin because he he's got great shot and he comes down. He normally shoots low glove, but I, I, I comes down. I can't tell where he's going to shoot. If he's going to go low, high, and he's the only person 
But in warm-up shots, I know when they're coming down, I think he's going to score. Everyone else, I, I think I'll back myself. But Ruskin, I just can't. I don't know why. I just can't save it. Is, do you think there's a difference in the levels? Because I mean, we, I, I caught a little bit of, of NIHL two, a little bit of national as well this this year. That in in players that are just shooting the puck at the goal, or players that are picking the five hole, the one, the two, mm-hmm. the three, the four. Can you tell the difference when they're coming at you? Uh, yeah, definitely. So I've been training with uh, Romford Raiders this year. So then going out on on their sessions, like you can tell, like some of their shooters, like. You, they're coming down. They know where they're putting it, and it is hard to to stop. When, like, if I've I've trained with the the Mustangs before, uh, I think it was like last summer, and some of them guys like the difference from Mustangs to like my team and then to Raiders, like it is a massive difference, definitely. Mm, yeah, I think unfortunately I think the gap between one and two is increasing, but I think the gap between one and national is actually closing closing down a little bit. Yeah, yeah I agree. Which um could be down to having the same amount of imports in that role, or as as we said earlier, a lot of guys have actually dropped down. I think the, the travel and the commitment of playing in the national league is becoming a bit much for the sort of young players that have got families. So when you were uh, Dan Long has, has asked the question, which player influenced you most when you were growing up in hockey? Uh, so when I went into like being a goalie. I never really had any uh, like actual goalie coaching. It was always just like just go and go and then like do it yourself. So I always used to watch like videos of like NHL highlights and always Martin Brodeur was like the one guy I'd always watch and just not be like him because he's got a very different like style, a bit more of like an older style. But just watching him and like he was the main the main guy watching. And then I thought, oh yeah, no, I'm really going to try and focus and get better so probably Martin Brodeur was like the the one guy Do you watch the NHL a lot? Uh, as much as I can yeah Yeah difficult with, with the times and stuff isn't it? Yeah. Have, you got, have you got a team? Yeah Colorado is my favourite team all the way I've always been an Avs fan Yeah what brought that about? Uh, just for the team I does support How was it? So he, Yeah so he had like all, all like the hats from Colorado We've got magnets and enough well this this team's alright, so many I just follow them since then. Yeah, it, it, we've said before on the podcast, it keeps it kind of seems to be a scale. You either it has to be somewhere you've been, or as you say, like a, a parent that supports that team. Mm. Um, another Colorado Abs fan I know is uh, Simon, who takes the pictures for the Chieftains. Mm-hmm. That first ever played NHL on the Sega Mega Drive. They were the first team that he got to <laughs> the computer game, so he stuck with it. So yeah, lots of lots of different. I mean, I'm actually got a ducks hat on tonight, although I'm I'm a Leafs guy, but all right. so I'm a hat collector, so I've got all sorts, as you can probably <laughs> see behind me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the um, is there any other sports then that you play? You said you play a bit of roller in the summer as well. Yeah, uh, used to play football, but when I was younger, it was either football, or hockey, and I chose hockey. Um, don't really. I like to play. I like to play all sports, to be honest. But because our schedule is so like busy I don't really have time to play any other sports no do you, do you still watch a bit of football uh only if England play really that's it I don't really watch like Premier League or anything no so was that like for you the first time you played against Petr Cech did you feel that was like a big deal uh not really to be honest because I'm, no, no. I'm not really into football obviously I know he's big and like 
really good in football, but yeah, no, like not really. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, it was just the other team's goalie. Just the other team's goalie. I, you know what? I think a lot of players still had that attitude. It was, it was kind of being built for PR for the game. I think to try and sort of get mm. that that out there that you know this big football star is coming to play hockey. And and I must admit, I was pleasantly surprised at how good he was. Like mm. reactions, and everything so fast. Um, I think it's taken him a little while to sort of get the 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 brain part of the game that you yeah. guys have all, even you guys don't you know twenty years old you've got that because you played it constantly from the age of of eight as you say so but yeah no he's um yeah he's back at Oxford now and and doing things so I think you may well see them uh, not this weekend I think it's next weekend I think that they come yeah I think we're going back to back yeah yeah so that'd be an interesting weekend for you uh, there was a few. A few messages that come in that I would assume you know from you're going to understand. Um, Megan Ryder has asked who's your favourite sister. I'm assuming it's probably <laughs> Megan. Uh, well, I've got four sisters actually. <laughs> so Meg- Megan's the youngest. No, it's definitely not Megan. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know. I can't can't pick. I'm sure they're all sort of favourites in their different ways. Yeah. One day I'll, I'll, I'll love one of them. Next day I hate them. So. Do they all come and watch? Uh, they 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 try to, yeah. My so, Kiralee, she's my second. Uh, she's second oldest. Her um, fiance, he he watches all my games. He's really really supportive watching away games and home games. So yeah, yeah. And you said your dad's involved in the team as well, so you kind of have that family thing. Yeah, going on there. Uh, Cameron Murray has asked, "Who's your favourite person to play chill with?" <laughs> uh, probably, uh, probably Adam, my uh, sister's fiance, and then uh, Cam and Cal. They're two two brothers. We we play uh, uh, like pro clubs on NHL together. Yeah, so that's probably why he's asked that. Now, that he's, pro- say, he's the... probably he's probably the the third favourite. <laughs> With all, all the, the pro club stuff on there, I've had a little go on the NHL game and they've got like the three-on-three stuff that's that's in there. Mm. And we're seeing that now, the Ozone at Bracknell. I don't know if you've managed to get down there and do any training. No, there. I've never been there, no. Because um, Colin Booth from MG1 Elite does a bit of stuff down there with the goalie training. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like the, the three-on-three version of the game? You obviously have been in overtime a couple of times in the last few weeks. So do you, uh, do you like three-on-three? Uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's entertaining. Because a lot of time when you go three on three, you'll have like a two on one or a two on zero, and if if it goes on for the full five minutes, it can be really end to end. But sometimes it can be over it, like in Chelsea, it be over in the first minute. So, yeah, yeah. It's, do, do you feel any more pressure in in that overtime period as its next guy wins? Uh, yes and no. Because yes, obviously, because if if they score, you you've lost. But at the same time, like you've You've got to there. You've got the one point, so it's a bit like, well, if we win. Well, great, it's an extra point, but if you don't like, you still got a point. So, mm. I mean, overtime itself is actually it's it's kind of a lottery, the same as a shootout, really, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, when it's next goal wins, it could be something incredible, like like for instance the the Damon Porter goal in the, in the Chelmsford game, because that was, I thought it was an incredible finish. Yeah, it was. Um, or it, it could be. Not you know, not a mistake on your part, but it could be something really random—a deflection, mm. a tip in. So it's yeah, just as much of a lottery as a shootout. But do you uh, do, do you fancy yourself in a shootout? Do you always fancy yourself? Uh, I'd like to think so. I've never. I've, well, we had one the, the other week, and 
we lost, but <laughs> that's my first ever shootout. So I think bit bit nervous, but I'd like to back myself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you always do you always have a go at it after training? Uh yeah, every Thursday. Because Rodders has said, Will you ever get juice boy? <laughs> well, we actually changed it up last <laughs> week. We used to go uh goalie does the whole round, so it does every player. If you let three in a row, then uh the goalie gets juice. And we changed it up last week to uh if so we do winner stays on. And then the winner gets to pick like juice. So hopefully no one picks me. <laughs> do, you, do you pick what goes in the fridge or do you have to buy it? You just buy it. We, so you, yeah. So you can get your choice of what goes in there. Yeah. <laughs> how, is, how is the room at Invicta? Because it's obviously we've had a little bit of an up down thing. I know Saturday's probably still quite fresh. Um, there's been a couple of players move on from last year. Obviously, Pushka was, was a big one. Yeah, with, with the suspension, Tommy Huggett's gone, and and tonight we found out Josh Condren has has departed. So, how is the room? Uh, yeah, I've, it's great. I think it's the best group I've ever been a part of. Uh, most I think we've got like everyone, but I think like four players that are all from Invicta. So, I've pretty much played with everyone, grew up with everyone. So yeah, it's a great room, and then like the additional guys like uh like Sawzy Ruskin. They they all fitted in perfectly and yeah it's, it's a great room. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I think that's great, isn't it? When you haven't got people that are travelling hours mm. to get to the rink for training and games and whatnot, you can probably get a little bit more of a of a unit going. So, what's the uh, what's the playlist like in the room? Well, I, I'm actually the the DJ on the game that day. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So, I think the music's great actually. <laughs> You couldn't give me a song for your intro. You've made me pick, and you're the, yeah, you're the I know. room DJ. Well, sometimes I get told to get off, and then Harry goes on, our captain, and uh, well, you get mixed he, opinions with Harry. Yeah, because he's he is a DJ, isn't he? And it's a, yeah. I think it's a bit dancey for me. Yeah, especially Thursday night at ten, half ten. Don't really want to be hearing thumping music. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes he jumps on. No, that's great. That is great. Uh, what have we got in there? Some other questions here. Oh, a bit more from your room. Uh, Matty Bell wants to know who's the best guy in the room. Best guy. Uh, it's a shame it's not Matty. <laughs> um, Matty. Matty's a great guy <laughs> in the room. Uh, Little television appearance the other day for Matty as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or his uh, slash neck. Mm. Uh, I'd probably say probably Reg. Yeah, yeah. I think makes everyone laugh. Never, uh, never like moody or anything. He's always in a good mood. Yeah, probably go with Reg. But I mean, any time I speak to any of the guys from the Dynamo, be it on the podcast or just talking in general everyone just says how incredible Carl Lennon is mm. and and I have to admit after speaking with Carl myself I'm a little bit in love with Carl I think he's great but he's kind of like a Harrison told me he's, he's a feels like a life coach to all of you like he's the way that he kind of man manages you all um do, do you feel that that's made quite a quite a big difference since he stepped up to coach from being a player uh yeah definitely he 
he's one of them guys that you can you can definitely go talk to him like you're not gonna feel like scared to go talk to him like I, I know some coaches like can be quite strict and get a bit uh like oh I don't know if I go speak to him but Cole like you can go speak to him about anything and he's, he's quite open and you know he's easy to to be coached by yeah yeah, I think, and that always is, is great for the room as well, I suppose, isn't it? When, when your coach is approachable. Mm, and he's always been a fantastic contributor to the podcast as well. So always <laughs> put big love for Carl. Uh, Owen wants to know, is Delhi the most handsome? Uh, no. <laughs> is that just because of his, his recent accidental facial injury? Yeah, I think the, the massive gap between his teeth isn't uh, <laughs> isn't quite charming, no. <laughs> Well, with regards to um, stuff like this, you know, podcast, media and stuff, get it out there. You've got um, Freya, who does some incredible visual work with the with the team. Do you all enjoy this kind of uptake in social media that's that's happened with the sport this year? Mm, yeah, I think it's great. Even just like the little clips you did before uh, Christmas, and it's just like looking back on it and you think like she's caught so many good memories and like, Sometimes I've, I've watched like her videos from like last year when we won the cup, and just like watching, it's like oh, like she's captured that forever. Mm. And if it's good memories, bad memories, like you can always look back back on it and remember like the great time and the great uh, like seasons and everything. Yeah, I think it's quality what she does. Does a really good job. Yeah, no, there's certainly there's so much media sort of coming around now with different podcasts and different video audio visual stuff. Um, and uh, uh, Bob at Slough is doing an incredible do- job with, with the audiovisual stuff as well. She puts some some good stuff together. It's really, I think, it's really great to see. And I think that's what the fans want to see is they want they want mm. behind the scenes. They want to see what's going on in the room. Yeah, fans love that. Fans love to, to to see a bit of personality in the players rather than just seeing them on the ice. Yeah, like, get a bit of like personality. It's good. Are you due for being mic'd up at training? Uh, well, I think I was like the very first one. Oh, were you? So, yeah, or like I'll second. To, I think I was I'll after the back. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think mine's actually the most viewed as well. So, oh, is it? Oh, I, I haven't actually seen it. I'm gonna have to look back and see if it's there. I know yeah, the ones, the ones I know one. amusing. Stano was amusing. And Rich was great as well. So it's, I'll definitely look back. Uh, Tom Saw also wants to know why is Labyrinth Earthquake still in your playlist? I'm not sure. I like the hate on that. I still think that's a tune. Yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure he asked for it the other day. <laughs> it might be a um, he secretly likes it, but don't want to kind yeah. of let on. He, he, even though I'm a metalhead, I actually think that Lab I quite like Labyrinth. It's like a mm. a little mix up of, of of stuff that's quite good. So I think that's down for all of the. Oh, there we go. Uh, Louis Murrell. Uh, first, he wants to say so proud of how far you've come, Big O. But then a great question: Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, I don't see myself leaving Invicta unless I would get an opportunity to play at a high level. Uh, so if an opportunity like come come up, then I probably wouldn't uh, turn it down. But other than that, I'd, like I mean, the rink's five minutes away from my house, and I've I've always played at Invicta, so I don't see myself going anywhere else. No. Did you uh, take part in the conferences when you were younger? Only from under seventeens and nineteens, didn't do it at all uh, in the other age group. But uh, them, them years, I think Sean 
was struggling for a goal release. He was like, oh, I mean, please, can you uh, can you come uh, try out? Uh, have you ever done a hockey camp abroad? Uh, never abroad, no. Only I've only ever done uh, King's goalie uh, camp. I think I've done it twice a couple of years ago. Mm. They're the only ones I've done. Was that at Nottingham? Was it? Uh, no, in Rockford. Oh, oh, in Rockford, cool shit. So I think there's a few that kind of dot around in the UK actually to give give goalies a little bit of a chance. Like I said, when I had Colin Booth on from MG One, that stuff is just mind blowing what he's doing. Mm. And it's um, yeah, it's, it's quite incredible the the reactions you guys actually have to have in the split seconds. <laughs> but yeah, no, brilliant stuff. Aaron Ryder, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, mate. It's been really, really great to chat to you. Thanks again for shifting our day around because we should have done this yesterday <laughs> with uh, lifting the curtain. We've done it the day after. So yeah, best of luck for the rest of the season, and I'm sure I'll catch up with you at some point. Thank you very much. A massive thank you to Owen for joining me on the podcast. What a terrific young lad, terrific young goalkeeper doing great things down in Invicta as well. And I'm sure at some point we'll get a chance to play up at the higher level. Well, that's it for episode 72. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget, of course, we're now part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So you can find all of our stuff on their website, all of the past episodes are there and all the links and everything to the YouTube, the TikTok, the Snapchats, the Instagram. It's all there, all the social medias. So make sure that you're liking and subscribing so that you don't miss anything. Coming then later this week, we will also have another interview episode where we are catching up with the Romford Buccaneers superstar Brindley Caps. So make sure you do not miss that one. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Podcast Network.